The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. There's $5,000 up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the sports gambling podcasts ever. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Joel Meyer and Ryan Gilbert. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic here. It's uh, September 7th. I'm realizing in one calendar month, Friday, October 7th, we will have the NHL opening its season at, at 2 p.m. in a game in Prague, San Jose, Nashville. I do like the under five and a half there, Sharky. We got other games on the slate there as well, but you know we still got a few weeks till that, so we get into some uh, division previews here. Do, 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 do. That's like the laser noises. We should be fired up for that. Let's fucking go, Jolie. How are you doing? Well, I wish I was doing as well as the Ryan here, but uh, unfortunately, it looked like another shitty LSU season after that oh. Oh. Game, oh. Sunday night. Uh, new coach, same old shits. Can't get anything together. Taking false start penalties after a fucking touchback. Oh, it, it was a brutal night Sunday, but at least the under cash somehow, thanks to a <laughs> fucking uh, extra point miss by LSU. So that was a bittersweet moment there. Um, but yeah, Champions League is going on, losing money there as usual, but it, it's it's fun as hell. So uh, it, it's all worth it in the end. Everything's kicking off. So let's go. Fuck yeah, man. I'm so stoked. When we finally get football, college football, and hockey going at the same time, it's literally the best time of the year, man. It's absolutely incredible. Uh, that LSU game was nuts. I'm not going to lie. I had LSU plus two, so I was kind of <laughs> happy how it all worked out for me. I was like, all right, covered that spread on the back door. Let's go, baby. Was that, that, was that a live bet? or? Uh, yes, it, I think it was live. I think it was like right. I caught it like fucking five minutes into the game or something like that. But Nice. Um, so that was dope uh yeah man for myself you know it's i've been betting college football i've been betting european ping pong other than that i've been trying to survive restarted mass effect the other day so i'm gonna keep playing through all that shit at least to get me through till the hockey season starts so hopefully that'll keep me going um all right we'll keep moving here everybody go check out the sports gaming podcast network website that's the place to be dude uh ryan was saying man like nhl is right around the fucking corner we're gonna be here soon so we're gonna be firing up for that NFL is here starting tomorrow. The time of recording, it's Wednesday. Uh, first game is on Thursday. Bills, Rams, that's going to be sweet. College football is popping off. Um, MLB, we got some news here. Ryan, we'll touch into that in a bit. Coming up, we'll let you pump your tires here. But uh, MLB is doing its thing. We'll throw it over to you in a second. Um, 
Fuck yeah, dude. NASCAR is still ripping. Uh, F1, everything, man. So go check out Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. NBA is going to be firing up soon. Uh, check out the articles. Check out the other shows, dude. There's always good shit. Great way to win some money. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. The Discord's been firing off, man. It's starting. I think I saw Sharky post, like, the momentum starting to fucking get going here. It's going to be popping off. It's going to be just like the Slack. So when season starts, make sure that your ass is in the Discord. It's absolutely free. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Ryan, take it away. And when you're done, tell us about your little new endeavors here, bud. I mean, I mean, training camp's picking up, so you're getting you're getting uh, thing back. We're, we're picking up stuff stuff in the uh, hockey Discord, so yeah, definitely get in there. And uh, yeah, baseball season. I I want to start off saying at first I, I may have jinxed the Phillies last week when I said they're going to make the playoffs because they've been on quite the slide since. So hopefully they're making the playoffs, but the team behind them is is doing worse. So this should be fine. But yeah, the the big news here: if you're a uh, fantasy baseball player, the SGPN Fantasy Baseball Podcast launched. Last week, I actually just recorded the second episode right before this. It's with uh, myself and Blake. Don't call me Joel Meyer is the other host there, <laughs> the baseball editor here at Sports Gambling Podcast. So if you're into fantasy baseball or just want to hear me talk some more, definitely check that out. Um, yeah, we're going to be getting fantasy baseball playoffs right now. We're going to get into some uh, daily fantasy stuff for the actual MLB playoffs. So yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, if you have any questions, let me know. I, I think Blake's a big Kraken fan, so hopefully yes. the Mariners are doing better than uh, the NHL team. And they stuff. are. Mariners are, are in a playoffs bar right now. Yeah, maybe we'll have we'll have Blake on do a crossover show sometime. <laughs> right on. Um, it can't be hard. Have, have Joel, switch switch Joel and Blake around. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be hard to be better than the Kraken, though, can it? Or you don't want to hear me talking about baseball. That's for sure. <laughs> Joel, you <laughs> and I will have our own baseball show. That's that. We'll see how we. See how long we last. We only did Korean baseball around here. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, all right, guys. We're going to keep things going along here. Uh, we're going to jump into some NHL news discussion topics. There's been a couple things that came out since we last recorded, uh, mainly on the uh, on the signing train, the signing bandwagon. We have a couple deals to announce here. Maybe things will start falling into a place. There are still a couple, you know, notable uh, UFAs and even RFAs remaining. But as it currently stands, we'll jump into it. Uh, Vancouver signs JT Miller to a seven-year, $56 million contract with an $8 million AAV. A lot of speculation that the Canucks are going to be looking to move Miller. I love this signing, boys. This is a great play. What do you think? I think this is a good signing for them. He was kind of up in the air whether or not the Canucks were looking to move him or looking to move him last deadline or if he'd you know, be a, a veteran piece for their, their rebuild here with, with all their young pieces. And I think... He's going to be a key guy. He's going to be a top line player now. He'll be a second or third line player throughout the rest of that contract. Should be, you know, eight million might be a bit much towards the end of it. But right now, Vancouver is up and coming, and having someone like Miller that you can rely on there as a first line center is going to be huge for them. Indeed, all the talk around here was that he would be moved, uh, considering the Canucks are supposedly not in a place to contend. Which is probably true, but uh, there's also the Thatcher Demko contract that they got to capitalize on. So, uh, and uh, Bruce Boudreau is a great coach. Um, they're just looking to capitalize on, the, on these younger guys, and uh, that Thatcher Demko contract is a good deal. So, we're getting him in there, signed up, uh, will will propel the Canucks a bit forward. This is a trigger point for me to fire on uh, 92 and a half points over. For the Canucks, because I, I figured that he would be on the move. But if he's sticking around, they're going to be competing in that uh, Pacific Division, which all of a sudden looks a lot stronger than it did uh, a few months ago, that's for sure. 
Yeah, uh, Canucks, Canucks are looking good right now. Uh, this is actually a better deal, I think, than the Kadri's. You know, obviously, JT Miller had a great year, contract year, similar to Kadri's, maybe a little little, little less, but uh, he also comes a bit cheaper, too. So I think this is a good deal for the Canucks. I don't think he's on the move. Uh, I know people are saying that this is a, a tradable deal, but I think he's here for the next few years, at least, while they capitalize on uh, some of the better contracts they have. You know, we touched about this on our Pacific uh, Division coverage show the other day. Um, I was pretty high on the Canucks to begin with, and with them inking down JT Miller, man, like what's not to like about this team? Joel, you touched on it. Uh, Thatcher Demko is absolutely unreal in net. He's locked in for the long term, too. They got star players, you know, Elias Pettersson, Brock Besser, Bo Horvat, uh, Niels Hoglander. Like there's some good talent there. Defensively, they're a bit iffy, but I mean, fuck, it's hard to be perfect in the NHL, man. So there's a lot to like in Vancouver. Uh, and yeah, I expect them to have a much better season as well. So good on JT Miller for cashing in and good on Canucks fans for getting their guy locked up long term. Um, moving down, speaking of long term signings, this one just dropped today, I believe. Um, big news coming out of Ottawa. They uh, they were able to lock a uh, young stud, I think it was second overall pick as well, Tim Stutzel. Uh, to an eight-year, $66.8 million contract with an $8.35 million AAV. Uh, boys, what are your thoughts here on the Sens? Tidy business or what? The Sens are, are looking better and better with every, every offseason move. You know, they they had uh, the big trade for Debrinkat at the draft. They, they signed Giroux. They had the signing of Stutzel. They have now Stutzel, Kachuk, and Josh Norris, all, all 23 or younger through at least the end of uh, 2028, 2030, 2031. And yeah, and that's not even mentioning uh, Thomas Chabot in the 2028 season. He's on, on a great deal there, $8 million. He's only only 25 So the Sens are going to be one of those sleeper teams to watch here as we preview the Atlantic Division. And Stutzel, at only 20 years old, with having some good line mates. Right now he's slated to set center Debrinkat and Giroux. I, I could see him having a fantastic season into uh, a great career. Melnick's death has catapulted this team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're willing yes, to spend money, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good good for Tim Stutzel. Jim was, Jimmy Stutz, uh, I think he's the second highest paid German in NHL history to to play here. Uh, so that's good for him. And good for the Sens, too. This is an eight-year deal at, at that price. This will look great, I think, in a, in a few years when the cap goes up. Uh, could even rival the McKinnon contract uh, if everything goes right. Um, yeah, like great player. And he'll help that offense to uh, achieve better things than what the Sens have been used to over the past uh, five, six years. Yeah, they're trending in the right direction, man. Ryan brought it up. You know, they made a lot of key acquisitions this offseason. Look at guys like Claude Giroux, uh, even Cam Talbot. And that's a little bit of an improvement as well. Um, yeah, it's the, the future's bright in Ottawa. Do I, I mean, a lot of people are kind of getting a little bit over the top here. Sens making the playoffs this year. They're not making the fucking playoffs this year, guys. But they're going to be a better team than they were last year. And truth be told, the, uh, the Atlantic Division, a little teaser for what we're going to be getting into today, uh, as a whole, mo- majority of the teams, maybe with the exception of Montreal and maybe Boston, depending on how you look at it, did get a lot better. So it's going to be an interesting division going forward. Um, keeping things rolling here. And speaking of the Atlantic, we got some news out of Montreal. Uh, Montreal were able to sign uh, Kirby Dock to a four-year, $13.5 million contract with an average of uh, $3.36 million per season. Um, 
yeah, more tidy business here, man. I honestly, I don't even know what to think about Montreal. They're in fucking shambles. I think words around uh, just came out today is that they will be placing Carey Price on long-term injured reserve to start the season. That helps them out financially, of course. Uh, with that being said, this team still fucking stinks, man. And obviously, they just had the first pick with Yuri Slavkowski. Are they going to be going for the first pick again next year, <laughs> trying to get Connor Bedard? Maybe they are, man. And maybe that's uh, that's the best. Not a bad decision. I don't know. Either way, this team fucking stinks. Uh, a bit of a shamble from a team that was in the Stanley Cup Finals two years ago. Uh, I mean, sure, yeah. So, so I signed Doc. It's it's four years, possibly too long. Could could be a good deal for for Doc there if he just doesn't ever perform. But if he does perform and he's you know a, a top line player in a year or two, he's going to have have a good deal. So going for the four year deal, instead of more of a bridge deal, makes sense. But yeah, the Canadians are just going to be all full again, especially with Price on injured reserve. Yeah, this guy is a. Uh... Is, uh, he showed some quality before he got injured at the uh, World Juniors there and had an unfortunate comeback here with the Blackhawks, but I think he still has a lot of potential. So this is a good deal for the Canadians, I think. Uh, getting him to four years, he still has uh, one RFA deal after this, so they can sign him up again after that. And, um, yeah, this this guy's a player. and It's, it's, it's a wonder how many forwards the Canadians have. <laughs> They're going all offense apparently. No, no, no defense. That's Mark Dan San Luis way, I guess. And, <laughs> but yeah, this this is a good deal for Montreal. I think uh, it's it's a bit of a surprise not not to see like a two three year deal for Doc, but to get four years of him and then just the one year RFA. That that's a solid deal for Ken Hughes. He's doing a much better job than old Mark Bergevin. <laughs> Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Perfect for kicking off the NFL season. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Win also has their first quarterback to throw for five touchdown prop bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The free roll football contests are here. The college football contest has $1,500 up for grabs. The NFL contest, we're giving away $5,000 and a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. You've heard of the Elias Sports Bureau. Football fans, the NFL regular season is finally here. And as week one kicks off and you get ready to place your bets, you need to check out the Elias Game Plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB that has everything you need to get a competitive advantage. The Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. The Elias Sports Bureau are the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias key insights from their renowned research team. And new features are available all the time, like player injury analysis and player impact reports, which can be huge when it comes to betting and fantasy tournaments. NFL season is here, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. 
Get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code SGPN. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use my promo code SGPN. All right, keep things going here. Uh, Another signing coming out of Dallas, uh, noted RFA goaltender, uh, Jake Ottinger signed a three-year, twelve million dollar contract with a four million dollar AAV. Uh, Ottinger obviously had a breakout playoff uh, series against Calgary. Guy's done his head. He's fucking incredible. He's a young goalie too, man. I think he's like what, like twenty-three years old or something like that. Future's looking bright. He could maybe be the number one guy in Dallas. I imagine he'll get a fair look next year. Uh, good signing, man. Three years, four million dollars for quality goaltending. If you have, if he ends up being the starter and your starter's making four million dollars, that's a that's an absolute beautiful contract. Yeah, I think this is a, a great deal for the Stars. We saw what Ottinger can 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 do, and he's only only twenty three. Looking at the comparable contracts on cap friendly, you have Carter Hart, Kenzie Blackwood, Vasilevsky, Matt Murray, guys like that. And you know he's ex- more expensive than all of them. Hart's the closest at three nine seven nine, but. Yeah, Ottinger has is the starter. He's gonna be the starter, and he's gonna be a, a big piece of their future. So this is good for them locking him up for for three years at an affordable price, while they still have those veterans that maybe they're over overpaying a little bit. If he plays like he did uh, as he did against the Flames, then this is an absolute steal. But that's why it's only three years, so they give him some time uh, to see how uh, good he is. But uh, at only $4 million, this is what they had to do uh, because they have to lock up Robertson and a couple of the young guys, too. So, uh, yeah, this is a, this is their cornerstone. They're really banking on Ottinger because there's there's uh, not a lot else going on in Dallas. You know, they have that couple of key forwards and Heiskanen, of course, but uh, the rest of the group is getting old. Um, so they're going to be banking on this guy going forward and uh, getting him for three years with this contract, I think, is a good deal. They'll get to see how good he is at a cheap price. He's fucking sick, too, though, man. Like That was unreal how he played against Calgary. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see if he can do it next year. But Jake Ottinger fucking kicks ass and I can finally pronounce his name. So yeah. uh, <laughs> biggest achievement of last season. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it took, <laughs> it, it took what? 74 episodes of going into season two. But we got it down, boys. Um, all right. We're going to keep it going here. We're going to jump right into our NHL Atlantic Division preview. Um, like we've been doing, we'll read the odds of the teams actually win the division, and then we'll go into their uh, point total uh, over under. So kicking things off, obviously the favorites, and fuck, this is so awesome to say, the heavy favorites to win the Atlantic Division 2022-2023. What? None other. Heavy favorites. None <laughs> other. Heavy drinking, maybe. Then the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs. They're paying off plus 180 to win this division. Boys, that's a sure lock. Mortgage your house. Take out all your loans. Sell all your stock. Sell all your NFTs. Sell your fucking Bitcoin and put it all on this because this is an easy way to double your money. Uh, Plus 180 for the Leafs to win the Atlantic. Uh, In second place, heavy second place favorites. (laughs) The Florida Panthers are plus 200 to win the division. Uh, coming in after that, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning at plus 280, Boston Bruins at plus 1100, uh, Ottawa Senators sitting there at plus 2800, and the Detroit Red Wings at plus 3000, uh, Buffalo Sabres at plus 7000, and of course, we touched on them, the Montreal Canadiens plus 20,000 to win the Atlantic. Boys, what are your thoughts on these odds here? You know, I, I do think here the the Maple Leafs should be the favorite as they are. Maybe not as heavy as you're implying, but they are the team in this division. I think 
they came close to winning it last year. The Panthers have have declined a little bit, trading away Huberto and Uyghur. Um, also losing Drew, who they had for the last part of the year. And the Leafs really didn't lose anyone too important. I mean, Jack Campbell, goalie, is obviously a very important position, but I feel like if Matt Murray can rebound or Samsonov can can be a solid 1A, 1B situation there, or even if not, I feel like if they if their goalies are shit to start the season, I could see them just trading for like John Gibson or somebody just to, to shore things up. And yeah, they're, they have one of the best top sixes in hockey probably, even though the left wing could use some help. Yeah, a plus 180, I don't really hate that at all after they came seven points shy last season and the Panthers got worse while they stayed the same. Yeah, a key point there is that the other teams uh, got worse, especially the Panthers. I don't think that they should be uh, as close to the Leafs as they are. I do think the Leafs are the right favorites here. Plus 180 is getting a little short. Uh, They were like plus 220, plus 230 earlier. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, the Leafs, the Leafs, uh, they showed that Mikheyev, of course, he's an important part. Uh, they brought in a couple guys too, but the, the goalie situation is a concern. You got the bank on Matt, Matt Murray to regain some kind of form from his Pittsburgh years. That's a, that's a bit of an ask, a bit of a risk, but, uh, they are, they are the best team on paper here, uh, by margin, in my opinion, um, that said, I, I I only played a couple bets here. I played the the Bruins at thirteen to one and the Senators at plus twenty eight fifty. Just just to have something going into the season. I I don't think that the Bruins are as bad as these uh, odds suggest. Even though they're they'll be without Marshawn, of course, early on, and a couple defenders as well. I think the Bruins will be competitive for all season long. So I'm fine having that and just playing off it later in the year. Um, but yeah, I think the Leafs right now they they. They're the rightful favorites here, and I can't see um, anyone uh, really competing with them. I think the Panthers are down. Lightning, they're not going to be going all out for the regular season. We know how they roll by now. Uh, They save their energy, save their strength for the postseason, so I don't think that they'll be pushing the Leafs. But the Leafs, you know, in Toronto, right, there's all the pressure. they they got to be proving themselves every freaking night, so (laughs) they got to be winning games. So that, that... that generates some impetus to win this division. So I think the Leafs would be the bet here, unless you want to join me with some minor dogs and the bees and the Sens. I don't hate that that Sens bet, uh, kind of as a homer pick there a little bit with with Drew and their young and covers. But like, I don't understand. Did you bet make that Bruins bet before the Marchand injury news? Like, why wouldn't you wait to bet them in season after they probably start slow? Oh no. I, he was injured during the playoffs. The odds were not out for months after that. <laughs> but but uh, no, I bet this, uh, what was it like? It's pretty much as soon as they were out. I just saw a book, 13 to 1. Okay, I'll take that because uh, Marshawn's going to come back. And I figured that Bergeron's going to come back. And now Krejci's back too. So Ballsy. Bruins are Bruins are still a force. Okay, hey, watch out. Watch out for the bees. All right, I'm telling you right now. Boys, I already got the Leafs plus 180 bet. Okay, it's locked in. I decent payout, decent amount of money down. I'm telling you right now, if they're winning this division halfway through the season, I'm gonna buy either a Matt Murray or an Ilya Samsonov jersey. If they're leading halfway through the season, leading the Atlantic, I'm buying whoever's getting it done for him. If it's Matt Murray, I'm getting a Murray jersey. If it's Ilya Samsonov, I'm getting a Samsonov jersey. So I'm marking it here. You can fucking hold me to the fire. 
I'm buying one of those stupid fucking jerseys if this team is first in the Atlantic 42 games into the season. 41. Fuck you. 41. <laughs> well, I, I was going to ask where, where the halfway mark is, if you're going to make like a, a Christmas present to yourself or, or yeah. wait to do the exact mark. So I, I like that. Exactly. That works. For, 41 and a half is we'll set the number <laughs> at. So 42. Um, to, to to Ryan's point, though, uh, yeah, if you do think that the Bruins will start slow, which which you expect they will, considering they're that with Grizzlick and McAvoy for a little bit, and then Marshawn through the first half of the season, at least, I'm pretty sure, uh, then uh, maybe you get a better price than the Bruins later. But I, I can't avoid a good number, and I, I think that this team will be competitive, especially with a good coach coming in there now in uh, Jim Montgomery. He'll get that offense going. And uh, Jeremy's playing with a second year in net. They'll get better goaltending. Of course, the Bruins had a low PDO, one of the worst in the league. That'll regress a bit, too. So uh, I think the Bruins will score more goals, and they'll save more goals. So, uh, yeah, they'll be in the mix. They still have Olmark, too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great tandem. They had a lot of fun together, too, Swayman and Olmark. That was always cool to see. Um, all right, we're going to jump into our point totals here for every team in the Atlantic. Uh, kicking things off right off the get-go. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, current point total is sitting at 107.5. Uh, I had it pulled up how they did last year. Give me one second. Do-do-do. Last year, they had 115 points. Oh, my God. So, fuck yeah. Take the over on this. Uh, 100% take the over. Are you kidding me? 107.5, that's easy money. They're giving money away. So, yes, for myself, Leafs, 107.5 points. I will be on the over. Yeah, this number does does seem kind of low for the Leafs because, like, their only possible, I guess, goalie is an important position, but that, that's the only really position that they, they, they declined in. They didn't really lose too many key ple- people. If, if anybody lost, what, Blackwell, Mikheyev, Labushkin, like, Andre Kasha, they're not anyone important so i don't know if, if that goalie change warrants a what seven and a half point decline it it might but i i, I would definitely be on the over here uh yeah I, I lean over as well but uh as i said on a previous show i think the better play here is leaves to win the president's trophy at about seven to one uh just because there's a lot of variance to the Leafs team if matt murray comes in and he he's solid he does as well as jack campbell did this team can easily win the president's trophy so i, I like that much better at seven to one rather than uh riding this 107 and a half line uh because they could they could easily uh be struggling to get in the playoffs if if they can't get the goaltending situation fixed and uh, of course uh uh, injury regression as well because uh, they were one of the luckier teams in terms of injuries last year and uh, uh, there's no way that Austin Matthews is scoring 60 plus again that's going to regress a bit want to bet uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is a bet I've, I've seen uh, I've seen odds on that actually uh, but yeah yeah we, we can go straight up on that if you want <laughs> uh, 60 plus goals I'll be I'll be your dom <laughs> the Jolinator. <laughs> but yeah, to the to this line, I lean over. But uh, like I said before, uh, President's Choice or President's Choice, like a superstar. Sea <laughs> <laughs> water, eh, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seven to one to uh, get the most points in the regular season would be the best bet for me in the least. I don't hate that at all. I, I think I would I would probably go Leafs to win the division over the over point total because if they get 108 points or higher, they should be winning the division. I agree with both of you, and uh, that president's bet has to be the play too. At seven to one, fuck mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, all right, keep things going here. Moving down to the uh, speaking of presidents, trophy winners here, the Florida Panthers, former President Trophies winner, they won last year. Uh, their points total for this year is sitting at 105 and a half. Last year they finished with 122. Um, obviously they had, you know, they I don't want to say they lost out on players, but you know they moved on from uh, Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, obviously sending him to Calgary. They took back uh, Kachuk. Is that enough to warrant a fucking, what do we got here? Essentially, I guess, 16, 17-point drop-off? I don't know, man. Like, I feel like 105.5 will still be on the over. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll take the over on this. Yeah, I, I'm looking at, at the Panthers' uh, projected lines here on Daily Faceoff. Rudolph Spousers is their projected second-line left wing, third-line Nick Cousins, Anton Lundell, Colin White. It's just... They lost a few players and just look so so much worse. I guess they probably have have some injuries in there that are that are factoring in because they do have declared it's not on the depth, depth chart. But they had a lot of guys play kind of up to their ceilings last season, and they're going to have to find try to find a way this season with with the new guys. But as you said, Talon, I don't know if that's a, a 16, 17 point drop. So I would lean to the over. But if if you don't believe in this Panthers team, I, I could see you know. They have two goalies that can go to. So if Bob's not playing well, they go to Knight, who could just very well be the starting goalie for most of the season. But if the Panthers struggle, I would take a stab at them to miss the playoffs at plus six hundred if you're down on this team. But for I, I think the over is is worth a play. I don't think they're going to lose seventeen points, but I could see them just completely bottoming it out and 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 missing the playoffs. I agree with that, actually. I did make that bet myself. Panthers met the playoffs. Uh, this team is another high-variance team with a bunch of new pieces coming in. And losing uh, um, Mackenzie Weger to an already thin defensive core is a big problem. Bobrovsky is always up and down. He had a better season last year, but we know that he can't maintain that consistency. Um, yeah, make, rebuilding that, that front line like Barkov and Huberdeau, they were awesome together. We, we don't know if uh, Kachuk can place that production at all. He had that one great year last year, but now he's getting used to a new center, new team. So I, I think that there's a, a chance for that to fall off completely. And the defense is just, it's just brutal. And of course we know that the Eastern conference is, uh, it's a juggernaut. Uh, there's so many good teams now, especially with the, the lower echelon teams, making moves, improving. I think that there's a good chance that the Panthers miss the playoffs. So at plus 600, I don't mind that at all. I My numbers have them at right at 105.6, so right at the number there. But uh, I, I'm banking on this team being a high variance. They could easily uh, replace these guys and, and go on a run again. Uh, they do have a high-scoring team, even without those guys. They lost Mason Marchman, too. That's a big loss at Dallas. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I do lean under here considering how bad the defense is and how good the division and the conference is. So uh, I'm leaning, uh, I'm trending downward on this team for sure. For the record, I would like to say that I think the Panthers will make the playoffs. At least we have, uh, we have both sides of the story here on the podcast with these two against it and me for it. So let's fucking go Panthers. Uh, you only that, have to lay mine on that, minus yeah, that, 900. For yeah, that's, that's risky. That <laughs> that's a puck buck bet, yo. That way, I don't get <laughs> sharky on my ass saying I don't have any puck bucks left. Um. <laughs> if you watch football, you need Fubo TV. 
Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra cost. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all of your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite show with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there is no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SGP. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called PromoGuy.us. At PromoGuy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odd boosts, and most importantly, the best analytics in the business. Plus tons of free picks as well. PromoGuy.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's PromoGuy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. Over-unders are integrated into fantasy. It's the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Not only can you enter a contest with over-under itself, but you can also do so through your fantasy league's matchup screen. For example, if Patrick Mahomes is your starting fantasy quarterback, and not only do you think you're going to win your matchup, but also you're confident that Mahomes is going to go over 250 passing yards, you can take that. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's got the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Not only do they have NFL, but they also have college football playoff, playoff props. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100, promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Uh, keeping things going here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are currently sitting at one of 3.5 points for their team total. Uh, last year, they finished with 110. Um, bit of a drop-off. They've lost a couple of death players, but that's kind of been the story for Tampa for the past three or four years, right? They've been a contender. Obviously, what comes with that is having to lose out on depth players uh, based on the cap world. This is a tough one. Boys, what do you think here? Tampa. As far as the regular season is concerned on Tampa, I'm just, I, th- I think I'm finally out. The, the, this offseason, they lost Andre Palat, who was huge for them in the playoffs. He's been one of their kind of unsung heroes throughout their dynasty here. They lost Ryan McDonough. You know, he was getting up there in age, but he was better than Ian Cole, who they replaced him with, or Zach Bogosian on the third pair there. And like the Lightning are just one. Stamkos, Point, Kucherov, they've all dealt with injuries over the past year or two. They're, they've, they're beaten up. They've played a lot of games. Victor Hedman's obviously going to be there. Anytime they have Andre Vasilevsky in net, they're, they're, they're a threat to win the Stanley Cup. But they're an injury away to Vasilevsky or, or him not playing well to having Brian Elliott starting. They're an injury away to one of their top forwards to having someone like 
Brandon Hagel or, or Sorelli on, on the top line, which, you know, that that can fill in, but then the depth isn't really there to trickle down. So, you know, if the Lightning make the playoffs, which they probably will, I'll, I'll throw a bet on them to win the cup because they know how to win the playoffs. But for this, I, I don't hate taking them to miss the playoffs at plus 475 because I think one of those Florida teams is going to fall off and, and it could very well be, be Tampa here after having so many years of losing depth pieces and replacing them with slightly worse players. It just gotten to a point where they might be at a breaking point. I'm leaning the same way. They're also going to miss rally for at least a little bit. Uh, of course, you saw how banged up they were at the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Of course, they played years and years, all this hockey. It, it adds up, and uh, you can't be banging out an 82-game season with the best of your abilities. So this team will go on. Uh, bad streaks here and there as they rest up and all that. They're not going to be out for blood. They're not. They're not. They don't have the stuff to prove that the Leafs do. Right? This team has done it all. You know, they know they just have to get to the dance. And once they're there, then they'll put in all their effort. Uh, they they lost uh, Jan Ruka too. Uh, replacing with Ian Cole. That's a sign too because Ian Cole is a, a bad player in the regular season, but he steps up his game in the postseason. So that's that's just a. Uh, a microcosm of this team's philosophy. Uh, yeah, I, I love this team in the playoffs, but for the regular season, I don't, I don't, I don't want to back them here. At one hundred three and a half is uh, it's probably just about right. But if I had to go anywhere, I would lean, I would lean up. And I don't even have a lean here. This is a, this is a, this is a classic <laughs> pass. <laughs> oh fuck! Of course it is. Why do we expect anything else? Um, I don't know, man. For Tampa here, like, for me, this is like, this is the catalyst year. It's either we see them dip off a little bit, which everybody's been expecting over the past couple seasons, or we see the same Tampa Bay Lightning that we see every year. And that's where I'm going to put my money, man. I'm not betting against the likes of a Vasilevsky or a Victor Hedman or a Steven Stamkos or a Kucherov or a Braden Point. Obviously, yes, they have had some turnover. Jolie touched on that pretty significantly. But I, I just those star power guys that I just said, I, I can't go against them, man. So I'm going to be on the over. If we don't see that over hit this year and we see a little bit of a tough go, then I'll be keeping that in mind for the next season. What do you expect out of the Tampa Bay Lightning? But just based off the past five years or so, uh, I can't go against this Lightning team, man. I love it. Already yeah. looking forward to season three of the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> I do, I do have one tip, though. Like, because I said that the Lightning are a better postseason team than the regular season team, naturally you want to be looking for uh, Stanley Cup futures on this team in season when they're having a, a bit of a slump. So uh, right now they're 12-1, I'm seeing. So, if you know, if they're in a bad run, you get them at 16, 17-1. And I guarantee you they'll be in the playoffs fighting for it. I mean, you want to have money on this team at the end of the day. It'll be interesting to see how they do without Palat, too, man. He's been a key depth scorer for that team for the past fucking five years. So, obviously, he's gone to New Jersey. So, that'll be a big loss for the Lightning. Um, all right, keeping things going here. Moving down to the Boston Bruins. Their point total is currently sitting at 94 and a half. Uh, last year, the Bruins finished up with uh, 107 points. Yeah, obviously, they're going to have some injuries to start this year. There's going to be a couple guys that aren't obviously ready to play for the team. But still, 94 and a half points. It seems a little low, man. Um, I don't know. Julie touched on it a bit earlier when we go through the extra divisions. The goaltending's still there. 
a defense. Obviously, they got Charlie McAvoy, who's an absolute stud. Offensively, they do have some pieces. I, I don't know, man. I hate to keep saying over on all these teams, but I'm I'm kind of on the over on the Bruins at 94 and a half as well. Well, I'm the exact opposite because I was looking at this team. I was like, I can't pick the Panthers, Lightning, and Bruins all to miss the playoffs because mm-hmm. this Bruins team, I was down on them going to last year. I feel like I I want to be down on them going to this year, but their point total is just down so low, 13 points, less than they finished with last season. They have those injuries that, that I mentioned before that Joel mentioned, and they're going to be without them for the good good part of the season there up until at least December, but you know, they have Swayman, they have Allmark, they have a decent tandem there in net. I could see one of them just running away with a starting job even, or if not, just do a 1A, 1B, and they're going to do as they did last season, where they're going to put up put up points, put up points on the on the, uh, on the the standings board, and I, I think this is too low for them. It, it, I could be being fooled by them the other way, but I, I would lean to the over here. I love the Bruins this year. This is... Uh... This is a team I'm really high on, despite the injuries. You know, the public is down on them, but I'm high on them because the the management group they're showing their hand. I mean, we don't we don't really like uh, Don Sweeney and the rest, but uh, bringing in Jim Montgomery, I love this coach. Uh, he only got shelled from Dallas because he I don't know flirted with a girl or something. Uh, who cares? A great coach gets the most out of the guys. Like look what he did with the with the Blues last year. He got those guys scoring goals. Uh, very offensive-minded coach, and that's exactly what the Bruins need. Get those guys in repositions, score some goals, get some goaltending, and they'll be just fine. I know we, we were concerned about the injuries, but it's a long season. Those guys will get back, and the Bruins are a deep team, especially now getting Krejci as a second center. That's awesome. Uh, that's just what they needed. They've been looking for that second center for a while, or uh, last year at least. Before that, I was looking for uh, a winger to pair with Krejci. Now they've got Taylor Hall, too to pair with him. So I, I love the Bruins here. They got a great top six defensively. Great. Once uh, December, January rolls around. Uh, I'm not sh- exactly sure how long McAvoy and Grizzly grow, but I don't think it's too long. It's Marshans. It's bigger concern, but yeah, I, I got Bruins at uh, 98 points. That's without Marshan playing the whole year. So I, I love the Bruins over. I got it at 92 and a half. So that's awesome. And uh, of course I mentioned the division price as well. So uh, I'm all in on the Bruins. Oh, and 28 to one for the Stanley cup. So fuck it. Let's go fucking Bruins. <laughs> okay. Uh, keep things going here. We're moving down to the Ottawa senators. They're currently sitting at uh, 86 and a half points. Wait, one, one more thing. One more thing. Okay. The fact that they, they pushed all of Bergeron's bonuses to next year. It shows that, this is it. This is all or nothing. This is this is it. One year. So they could go nuts at the trade deadline, right? So they know that they'll be bad like t- for years after this. But this is the one year. And you want to back teams like this in a betting market for uh, for a single season. All right. Let's fucking go Boston. Official team of the Hockey Gambling Podcast this year. We're going for the Bruins. Um, all right. Moving down here. We just outside. We got the Ottawa Senators. Uh, their point total is sitting at 86 and a half. Last year, the Suns finished with 73 points. Obviously, a couple big additions this year. It's been the talk of the summer. Noted guys, Claude Giroux, Cam Talbot, etc. Um, for myself, man, I'm on the under here, bro. Like Everyone's hyping up the Suns. Yes, they got better. Did they get that much better in the level of competition they're going against? Is it enough to do so, like to do any damage whatsoever? I'm going to say no. Uh, I'm going to be on the under 86 and a half for the team to make the playoffs. It's plus 220 uh, for them to miss the playoffs. It's minus 280. 
What I'm going to be on the lookout for when it comes to the Ottawa Senators is I'm going to look out for them to go on a heater to start the year, man. You know, they're playing a couple teams. You know, they got the Sabres, obviously, to start their season. They got the Capitals. They got the Coyotes, you know. There's a couple iffy teams there. If they can go on a bit of a heater and maybe go on a bit of a winning streak, I'm going to be looking for that number for them to miss the playoffs to maybe drop to like a minus 150 at one point through the year if they go on a heater. And then I'm going to bet that because I do not think the Sens are making the playoffs. I think that there's a lot of people that are kind of trying to fire up this team and give them a bit more accolades than they deserve. Uh, So I'm going to look to maybe cash in on that. So I'm going to be on the point total under and look for them to go on a winning streak so I can get a good odds for them to miss the playoffs. Are there a lot of people or is there just one very tall person that's looking at the Senators to to make the playoffs? There could be one giraffe-like human being. That is intending on the sense to have a good year this year. Because after saying, you know, that the Panthers might miss it, the Lightning might miss it, that I could even see the Bruins falling off. One of those teams has to take those spots. And I think if you like the Senators this this year, don't take the over points. Take them to make the playoffs at plus 220 or, or whatever you can find. They... They're quite quite the jump from last season. They had uh, 73 points last season, so that's 13 and a half points. They're going to need a 20 plus point improvement to make the playoffs. But I think in a year where some other teams are going to be tanking for that for that for that first pick, I think the Senators are too good to tank, and they know that. So they're going to take advantage of that, be able to beat teams like below them, like the Sabers, like the Canadians, like the Flyers, like the Devils, even possibly in the Metro, and they're going to take advantage of of those. Or at least an injury for the Bruins. I mean, Talon's looking into their schedule to start the season. Have an, have an easy schedule. They have have a good young young group. Brought in Giroux. Have Cam Talbot, who was great for the Wild. I'm not sure why they traded for Mark Andre Fleury, but but they did. And and Anton Forsberg is a solid backup. So I can see the Senators, you know, picking it up this season. They're going to be good in at least a few seasons. But I I could see it happening this year. And at a plus two twenty to make the playoffs, uh, I'll take that. This is another one of those high variance teams. Their defense is just so bad. Uh, their top six is, might be one of the best in the league, uh, considering you Drew, Debrinkat, Stutzel, Drake Batherson, Josh Norris, Brady Kachuk. I mean, these guys belong on a Stanley Cup contender, but the, they're brought down by perhaps their goaltending. Of course, they brought in Cam Talbot, but he's still somewhat of an unknown. And then on defense, you only have Thomas Shabbat. And that's about it. <laughs> he could play so, half an hour night, though. Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah, yeah, he will play half hour night because he'll have to. Um, yeah, Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah, this this is an over team. That that's my opinion of this team. You want to bet some overs in this team early in the year, especially because uh, there'll be a lot of goals in Senators games. But uh, like I said before, twenty-eight fifty to one, darn, plus twenty-eight fifty for the Sens to win the division just just to have something like that like uh talent is saying they can get hot early in the year you can easily lay it off find a better team that's gonna overtake them at some point uh, but uh, yeah as for point total i'm not willing to lay a minus 110 bet either way so you want to find a higher variance maybe the playoffs yes plus 220 is okay but uh for me i just put a little bit on the division see where it takes you uh i don't think that they're ready to compete yet but uh, they'll be trying, that's for sure. So this is this is not a tanking team. So bear that in mind. This this might be a team on the bubble of the playoffs. But uh, yeah, high variance. Uh, depends on the goaltending, scoring, all that. Just the defense is too bad to back them consistently into win games. 
I don't know what to make of Joel and I pretty much agreeing on everything. I don't know if I love it or if I hate it. <laughs> Have we? Pretty fucking pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. All right. <laughs> He's been looking at my notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I got into your, uh, your, your, your power ratings. <laughs> Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. For hockey, there's NHL Survivor Pools, NHL Playoff Power Rankings, NHL Pick'em Pools, and an NHL Playoff Bracket. There's also all types of different contests for football coming up. You have Survivor Pools, you have Confidence Pools. You have playoff pulls, 33 pulls, squares, credit. Basically, any anything you can think of for, for any sport is going to be there on Run Your Pool. And if not, they'll probably add it. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. We're giving away $500 cash plus a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Odds Trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make their most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. <laughs> all right, we'll keep her going here. We're moving down to the uh, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the current point total is sitting at 84 and a half. Uh, last year, they were at 74. For Detroit to make the playoffs is paying off plus 290. Uh, for the Red Wings to miss the playoffs, minus 380. Boys, what are your thoughts on Detroit? Detroit's a team that is probably in a, in a similar category to the Senators, but maybe not quite there yet with their offseason additions. They they got a uh, Ben Shariah, they got David Perron up front. They who's their goalie now? Vili Huso with Djokovic. So they have a, a decent tandem there in net, but I think they're still probably a year or two away. I mean, they have Larkin, Sider, one 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 to call it her on defense. Uh, Bertuzzi, Raymond, Vrana up front. So they have they have a solid group. They might be one of the teams that also isn't tanking like the Senators are, but maybe they should be because I think they're going to maybe be in the hunt but just miss the playoffs by 10, 15 points. And so they're 74 points last season, 84 and a half this season. I'm going to have to have to lean to the under. I, I think enough teams in this division are going to be trying to be the playoffs, at least the, the five teams above them, and the Red Wings aren't quite there yet. They, they might get close, but I, I would lean under. Yeah, Ryan definitely figured out my uh, sheets <laughs> password. <laughs> so, yeah, aligned once more. Uh, yeah, I think the Eisenman pulled the trigger a little bit too soon on the Eiser plan. Uh, he went all out with those free agent signings, but I, I don't think that they're ready to contend here. Uh, they made a couple good deals. David Prawn, that's a hell of a deal there. Uh, paid too much for Sherratt. And Billy Husso is a is a good goalie, but he's not a long-term answer, I don't think. Um, so I, they, they treated this offseason like they're ready to contend, but I don't think they're, they're ready to do so. And uh, they 
there's no real superstar. Of course, we know the more insider on the back end is, is probably their best player at this moment. Dylan Larkin's okay. Lucas Raymond has room to grow. But uh, they're, they're not a Stanley Cup team, and uh, they won't be for the next couple of years. So I, I'm, I wonder if the Red Wings would not be better served maybe being a bad team for another year and uh, getting some better draft picks, getting those young guys. They had a hell of a draft, too, getting uh, Marco Rossi and uh, oh man, who's the other kid they drafted early on. Anyway, good draft pick for the Red Wings. I think they'll be good in two or three years, but this is a year too soon for sure. I will go under 84 and a half. I haven't projected at uh, 80, no, 78.8 points. So uh, well below the 84 and a half. So I'm very content taking the under here. Um, yeah, especially in such a competitive division, competitive conference, uh, the Red Wings will be left behind in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I think the common theme between the three of us here when it comes to Detroit, it's like this is a team that's, you know, they're two years away from being two years away, so to speak, right? Like they, The pieces are there. They're starting to build the right program. They're starting to have a step in the right direction. Obviously, with Steve Eisman, we know he's a fantastic GM. He can build a winning team, winning structure. Look at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, but, yeah, this year, not a fucking chance, man. And one of the biggest things, most important things, is what Jolie just touched up, too. It's level of competition, not only within the division, but what he said within the conference as well. The Metropolitan teams that this team's going to be going against, as well as the Atlantic, are just fucking dominant, man. Like, look at the Rangers. Look at the Islanders. are going to have a better year this year. Like, there's some killer teams in the East. And newsflash, majority of these teams that Detroit's going to be playing against is going to be these Eastern Conference teams. So I'm definitely going to be on the under here. 84 and a half is definitely a way too steep. It's almost, I don't want to say it's sure money, but bet the fucking under if you're going to make this bet. Um, and yeah, man, Detroit, look for them in the next two or three or maybe four years or so. But when it comes to this year or next year, not a chance whatsoever. Uh, all right, keeping things going here. We're going to move down to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Buffalo's current point total for this year is sitting at 77.5. Last year, the Sabres finished up with 75 points for their Buffalo to make the playoffs, paying off plus 600. After them to miss the playoffs is minus 900. Boys, what are your thoughts on Buffalo here? Buffalo is just a team I, I don't know. I think this is a very accurate number because they had 75 last year. They have some young pieces that are, that are getting together, getting better. Uh, Tage Thompson, Victor, Victor Olofsson, Jeff Skinner's still there. Maybe he'll live up to his contract. Peyton Krebs, uh, Alex Tuck played well there after being traded from Vegas. So, and on 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 defense, they have Owen Power, Matthias Samuelson, Rasmus Dahlin. They they have a good a good group there. But it's just in net, they have a good friend, uh, Craig Anderson, Eric Comrie oh, that no. they brought in. So are those their two goalies, Anderson and Comrie? And um, what's his name? Yuko Pekka-Lukunen is, is there still is there as well, I believe. I thought sure. he got traded, didn't he? No, no never mind. I'm wrong. Uh, so, right. yeah, B- Buffalo is a team that's going to be playing hockey in the Atlantic Division. They're going to finish towards the bottom. And they'll have around 77.5 points. But if I had to go one way, I would go to the under. Once again, we are aligned here with the Sabres. Uh, I do lean under as well. Uh, they are also like, like the Red Wings, like you said, that a year away, maybe more. Um, and they, but the, the difference is that the Sabres know it. They know they're not competing this year. Whereas the Red Wings, they feel like they can compete. That's why they did all the free agent signings. Whereas the Sabres, they know that they're not ready to contend. So, uh, yeah, that's why they took on the 
who did they take on? One of the goalie contracts from Dallas, I think it was. Holtby, maybe. They got anyway, Ben they, Bishop. They took ben Bishop. Yeah. Right. So uh, that that just shows that they are not ready to contend at all. So uh, they, they know that they need to regroup and get better draft picks and all that. So I do lean under here, 77 and a half. Uh, it'll be a fun over team. I like the players. Alex Stock, Tage Thompson gets a new contract. Uh, I like all that, but uh, the goaltending is brutal. We don't want to see Craig Anderson for another year. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I haven't bet this, but I, I do lean under here with the Sabres. I think this line is just right, like Brian said. We can send uh, Craig Anderson with Jeff Fox to the Greybush Farm. <laughs> <laughs> you set it up, me, bro. Uh, yeah. I'm one, on one, one more thing. Okay. One more thing oh. about the Red Wings. Uh, they just signed, or they, they hired Derek Lalonde, right, who was the assistant coach for the Lightning. Of course, he's familiar with John Cooper and uh, Steve Eisenman. So we brought him on over there. So that's interesting. Uh, but that that's just another sign that they think they're ready to contend, but I don't think they are. And uh, that creates more variance. So you want to see uh, um, the, the Red Wings will have some growing pains to go through. Let's just put it at that. So I, I just wanted to mention that Derek Lalonde, the coach of the Red Wings, uh, I think he'll be good long-term, but not this year. All right, we're going to move on down to our final team here. We got the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, their current point total for this season is sitting at 71 and a half. Uh, last year, they finished with 55 points. I didn't know it was that bad. Holy shit. Uh, Montreal, to make the playoffs, is paying off plus 1,500 for them to miss the playoffs. Obviously, minus 4,000. Um, yeah, first of all, under, the, I, I don't know. I think this team's going to be shit, man. So I'm going to be on the under 71 and a half points. And that's that's pretty much the only play if you were to make it, man. So uh, this team has to be going for a draft pick here. Yeah, this has to be, be an underplay here. I mean, th- they have some good young players, Caulfield, Slikovsky, some other other guys there, but they don't really have a goalie, and they they have to know they're not making the playoffs, so they should be tanking a little bit. Um, they were close to 500 after Martin St. Louis got hired from they went on that run in mid-February. They went 14-6-4 to end the season, so maybe the odds makers are looking at that, but I, I don't see many too many offseason moves, you know, they, they, they got doc, they got whoever else, but I don't, I don't see them making too much of a difference where it's going to go from 55 points to more than 72. I do you have something to pivot on. I like the Canadians over. This is the team that will be uh, all offense all the time. They'll catch some guys off guard and we know the coach has a fiery spirit and he's going to, he's not going to be taken. Uh, we might, we might fear that Ken Hughes is the right thing and make him tank to get better draft picks. But uh, I, I think that this team will compete in a lot of games this season, especially against the, the likes of the the Sens and the, the Leafs, their rivals, the Sabres. Uh, I love the Canadians here uh, at over 71.5. They were the worst... They experienced the worst injury luck last year, like even worse than Vegas. Even though Vegas put every fucking guy on injury reserve, Montreal still managed to beat them up for injury luck. Um, so I think that that will regress. They'll get some healthier guys in there. Obviously, uh, they have no goaltending, but it doesn't matter in this new NHL where it's all about scoring goals. So I like the the Canadians here to challenge to uh, to beat 71 and a half points and uh, and uh, yeah, just be a, a 
better than a worse team in the league like they were last year. I mean, this is a team that two years ago was in the Stanley Cup finals, right? Do we have to, we have to remember that? Obviously, that was on the back of price and all that, but still. Some of the teams still together. We got a new coach in here, better coach, I think, and uh, more offense, too. Curry Doc, like I mentioned before. He's a good pickup. Uh, Evgeny Dadnov as well. Um, uh, Brendan Gallagher should be healthy more. Uh, who knows with Jonathan Drouin? He might be gone, but he, he he's done in this league, I think. Uh, and Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, a bunch of young guys are coming up. Uh, I know Ryan loves me listing through all the guys in the, in the roster, but uh, I'll keep going. Who's no, the oh, trainer? Only for the, the guy, only for the teams that are, just have absolutely no chance to make the playoffs. I need to know who <laughs> yeah. who is there, who's going to get called Blackhawks in the case. Two defensive <laughs> they lost Jeff Petrie, but you know they brought in Matheson. Okay, he's okay. He's pretty good actually offensively, of course. Um, yeah, just. This is another over team all the way, and uh, I do like them to to win a few games enough to get them to seventy two points plus. This guy's fucking high over here. All right, <laughs> all right, guys, that wraps up our Atlantic preview here. Uh, as far as uh, points totals and actual division championships, gentlemen, anything else we feel like adding before we move on? We'll take that as a no. Um, all right, man, that wraps up. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website. That's the place to be, dude. It's fucking the best time of the year, man. Football season's about one day away from kicking off. NHL is about a month away, so it's right around the corner as well. Baseball's doing its thing. NBA is going to be firing up. College football's fucking going. NASCAR is ripping. Uh, Live Tour, the Live Golf Tour is fucking sick. I was all in on that Boston tournament. That was awesome. Uh, so, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Listen to all the other shows, too. They're fucking sick. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's popping off, getting ready to go. I'm fired up. Discord's fired up. Everybody's fired up. Get your ass in the Discord for the season. It is free. Yeah, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And subscribe to us as well on Apple, sg.pn slash Hockey, and Spotify, sg.pn slash HockeyS. And leave us a five-star rating and review. We, we still haven't had one for, for a few months now. I know, <laughs> I know hockey hasn't been playing for a few months, but we're getting back up here. Discord's ramping up. Hopefully the reviews can start ramping up. Uh, I tried to think of a segment here that we could do instead of reviews to try to get people to encourage people to leave reviews so they didn't have to listen to it so maybe that's something we can come up with but yeah leave us a five-star rating review sg.pn slash hockey a right, new segment it's called leave a review or listen to us poo and what <laughs> we're gonna do is record ourselves taking a shit and we're gonna edit it in <laughs> the end of the all right, show. All right, all right. If you guys, you're reinforcing the stereotype of shitty fucking Canadian humor and our <laughs> toilet jokes. Get out yeah, of I, here, man! I don't Come approve on. of that we're whatsoever. That. <laughs> Leave a review. Or what do you think we are, food. Germans? <laughs> all right, everybody. My name is Tyler Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins ninety four. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. My name is Coach O, and you'll find me on a beach in Denton, <laughs> drinking New Orleans rum and laughing at this fucking clown, Brian Kelly. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>